Welcome, welcome to the Sharpway Show. Yes, I am back. I know I have been out for a bit, but some of you know I have been running around doing all types of stuff that I do. So sometimes I'm I'm away. I was in California for a couple of days. Uh, I'm all over the place in this week, and I'm out running around New York State yet again, trying to get this message out and to move forward as you see me continually trying to do. So I'm sorry that I have not been able to be on as much as I wanted to be on, but hey, I'm here now. That's something, right? Didn't have a Monday AMA, so now we're having a Wednesday AMA, and it's an election special. Yes, an election special. What has happened during this election yesterday? Um, There was some stuff going on, and people are... Upset, not upset, happy, not happy, all types of stuff. What I want to say is congratulations to the many libertarians who actually won seats. Many of them, by the way, in Pennsylvania, so that's awesome. Local, as has happened many times, as you hear me speak often about it when it comes to the liberty movement. Top of the ticket matters for press more than anything. Bottom of the ticket for uh, victories more than anything. And I think we found yet again more victories across the country, which is good. The more, the merrier, right? Of course, I want more and more. We had a decent showing in New York City. Um, of course, I love Stacey Prosman. I wish he had won the damn thing, but obviously that wasn't going to happen. Eric Adams ran away with it as we thought he would. Um, but we had some good showings, right? We had uh, Devin Balkan got like 15,000 votes or something like that, which is a lot of votes for a libertarian here in New York City. This is the belly of the beast. And to get that many votes is actually pretty good. So not a bad showing for us in general. So that was something. But what most people are talking about is the two, I guess, oddest ones or the the, the scariest ones for some people, which is um, New Jersey and Virginia, it does look like New Jersey is going to go blue. That's what it looks like now. From last time I checked, it wasn't called yet, but um, it looks like it'll go blue. But that isn't the issue, right? Everyone assumed it was going to go blue and like big blue. Everyone thought that guy has no chance in Jersey. It's just going to be, you know, Murphy's going to run away with it. And boy, he did not run away with it, right? Even if Murphy wins, and again, I don't know if he will, but it does look that way now. If Murphy wins this, and it's a Democrat in New Jersey does win this thing, it was supposed to be a walk in the park. This was trench warfare. They just barely got it, right? It was crazy. They just barely got this thing, assuming they still get it. And, of course, in Virginia, this was a tough one, too. And I got to tell you, if I had to call Virginia three days ago, two days ago, I would have said Democrats are still going to vote Democrat. Enough are going to come out and still win. I would have thought that McAuliffe would have won again. That's what I would, if I had to bet, that's what I would have bet on. So even I'm surprised on him losing like that. But I did think that it would be tough and tight, but I still did believe if I was, if I had to call this two days ago, I would have still said, I thought McAuliffe was going to win. Him losing, wow. As bad as he did, wow. So of course, why? Why do you care? Why does it matter? All those things, right? Who cares, right? Oh, whatever. Well, here's the issue. Both sides now have to spin this, right? Democrats have to spin this. Republicans have to spin this, right? I'm going to try not to spin this. I'm going to try. Now, I'm clearly a biased libertarian, so take that for whatever you think. But at least I'm not a Democrat or Republican, so you can't give me that spin, right? I, that won't will not be my spin 
it will not be a left-right spin. It'll be a libertarian spin, but it, but that's a different spin. What are Republicans saying? See, we told you this is awesome. Look at this. All great. Democrats have gone too far. And see, that's the backlash. Republicans can take everything back now in 2022 and forever 2024. That's it, right? Absolutely. Democrats are saying, no, see, this shows that Trump is irrelevant because uh, uh, Yunkin was not a heavy Trump supporter. So Trump is irrelevant now. And this is just because what always happens. See, it's it's because history and that, oh, people just punish people just punish the, the, the power in the I'm sorry, the party in power. Neither of those is actually true. Right. There are many things in play. But I'm going to tell you what one of the most important things that really happened. Motivation. Yes. Motivation. That's one of the biggest things that happened was motivation. Why in the world did so many people come out and vote last time in 2020, not 2021 in 2020? Motivation. Why were the Democrats doing so well? Motivation. And then motivation was orange man bad, Trump evil, everybody rush out and get rid of Trump. That was the motivation. And it worked. Democrats ran out in like there's no tomorrow. And they ran out and they voted against Trump. We don't like Trump. Great. Gone. Well, now Trump's gone. Well, now what? Democrats are like, well, (laughs) that's it. They did not rush out. They were not motivated to rush out and vote for Democrats. There was no reason. Nothing had gotten done. Nothing changed, right? But not just that. Things got worse. So people were looking and going, wait a minute. Um, My school still sucks. I still got mandates and restrictions. Inflation sucks. Job market's not good. I got violence in the streets. I'm running out to vote for Democrats. Why? No motivation. That was exactly the opposite of the Republicans. They were like, I got violence in the streets. I got crappy schools. I got I got restrictions. I got inflation. I'm going out to vote. The Republicans had much more motivation than Democrats did. It wasn't even close. And I think that's the critical piece more than whether you like Trump or hate Trump. That's Trump's always an issue, right? It's I don't believe Trump's ever nothing or everything. I don't think either of those things are true, except when he was president that united the Democrats completely. But those days are over. So now I think Trump is a part of it, but not not the reason. It is motivation. Why do people get out and vote and care? And of course, the other part becomes a lot of people wouldn't even show up if there wasn't a reason. Well, there is a reason. My school sucks, or I got violence, or I got inflation. And the problem is, and if you're a Democrat, please don't be mad at me for, I know some Democrats watch this show, please don't be mad at me. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to hammer you as the individual Democrat Democratic voter. I'm not. I'm talking about the establishment Democrat, not the actual individual voter. I'm talking about the establishment. The Democrat establishment sit, still spend its time talking about things like climate change and race. And not that those things aren't important. They are important. But when I can't pay my bills or my kid isn't getting an education or I can't afford to go to the grocery store, I don't care about those other two things. It doesn't matter what race I am. 
doesn't matter if I'm black or if I'm white, Hispanic, Asian, does not matter. If I, if I feel like my kid's not getting taken care of, if I feel like I can't pay my bills and I can't go to the grocery store and I can't get gas, I don't care about climate. I don't care about race. I care about, can I survive? One of the reasons why Democrats are able to unite so easily was because things weren't that bad before. Now they're bad. Big difference now. And I think that's a critical aspect of, of what's happening here. And the other part is Democrats spend a lot of time turning things into, into bigger picture, large climate issues, race issues, things like that. And again, if everything's going fine, people tend to care more about that because they're doing fine. But when you're not doing fine, those things are way in the back burner. And Democrats did not have answers for that. In fact, you heard Biden say it. I have no near-term answer for gas. You better find one. <laughs> if you don't find one, your people getting killed. And they got killed, right? They got killed. And the saddest part, again, for Democrats, please, if you're watching your Democratic voter, I'm not mad at you. I'm looking at your establishment right now, which literally is just doubling down and doing nothing to even stop it. It's still like, no, it's, if you watch MSNBC, I'm not making this up. MSNBC, the, the furthest left of the three, right, literally is saying this is still because of racism. Yes, still saying that. Have you learned nothing? The answer will be no, you've learned nothing, right? You shouldn't be saying that. You should be going, you know what? Maybe we should stop talking about that now and lower some gas prices somehow or make the economy better. Or the next thing you'll hear them say, CRT is not a thing. doesn't exist. It's not real. Okay, let me touch CRT. That is a very touchy issue for many people, both Democrat and Republican, both left and right. This is the, the nuance to CRT. Is actual CRT being taught in elementary schools? No, that's true. Actual CRT is not being taught in schools. That's true. However, there is a wokeism that is being taught in our schools, and it's called CRT. So I know that sounds kind of weird, but they're both kind of right. Actual CRT, actual critical race theory, which is actually taught, is only taught at the college level or high school level, and that's theoretical, and it's it with a multitude of other things, right? That's what actual CRT is. But they are teaching something in our schools. I know. I have kids in New York City schools. Well, not anymore. I pulled my youngest one out. I did. I pulled my own 11-year-old out of school, and now we're homeschooling. I know it's crazy because... Actual CRT is not being taught, but there is a wokeism that is being taught and it's being called CRT and that muddies the water and makes everyone go, no, you're lying. You've made it up. Well, let's say I'm, I'm wrong. Let's say I'm wrong. And there is no CRT being taught in any way, no wokeism, nothing. If I'm wrong and I'm just making it up in my head, I guess, I don't know why my daughter comes home telling me stuff that I can't believe. Maybe my daughter's a big liar and she just – my daughter's makes – both of my daughters in two separate New York City schools have made stuff up and are lying to me. Okay, maybe that's happening. Kids do lie. So I'm a fool. I've fallen for my lying kids. They're making it up. If that's true, it doesn't matter because literally millions of Americans believe it to be true. And that matters. 
So you're just going, all you millions of Americans believe it to be true. You're all stupid or wrong. That's not helping. That's just not helping. So I don't understand how that's happening also. The problem we have is people aren't paying. The Democratic Party right now establishment's not paying attention. And the Republican establishment right now needs to learn a lesson too. Don't make the Democrat mistake. You too. Don't think you're immune Republicans. You're just people too like anybody else. And your establishment might go, ah, now we got them. So let's just start, you know, beating them up and going down our road. No, you still have to make sure that people are satisfied and you have answers. To be clear, the Democratic answers are bad. But when it came to every day, they became nothing, no answers. And now Republicans still have no answers. Republicans, if you want to take advantage of this, I know Republicans watch the show too. If you take advantage of this, you better find some answers. You better find them fast. Otherwise, it's going to go right back. Anyway, let me grab a couple. This is supposed to be an AMA. Let me grab a bunch of stuff. I just wanted to kind of start off that way. I thought it was interesting because of of the election. And we'll see what people have to say. So, yes. Keith says, I think I'm overdue to drop a butt Larry. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. All right. Um, uh, it's the Trump voters' fault. You know, the, the funny part is the the guy, Youngkin, who ran, he actually did better than Trump in most parts of Virginia, which means what he was able to do, and kudos to him. Look, McAuliffe was a did did run a bad campaign. That's true. Also, you gotta give Youngkin some credit. Because not only was he running against McAuliffe, who was bad, but Yunkin also was able to keep enough of the Trump supporters motivated to come out and get people who didn't support Trump, more of the middle of the road people who were probably sitting it out or didn't or thought Trump was mean or nasty. There were a lot of people who just didn't like Trump because they thought he was mean or nasty. And he was able to get those who were out. Well, look, I'm not I'm not mean or nasty. Just come vote for me. You don't like Democrats, come vote for me. And he was able to make both of those things happen. So kudos to him. And McAuliffe was a bad, was made a terrible, uh, say a, a terrible campaign. Yes. The news didn't even cover Prosperin. I know it wasn't great. We'll, we'll, we'll do better. Yep. We'll do better. So Deborah says, I voted for Devin. So did I. And Devin got a bunch of votes. What? 15,000, something like that. He got a, a, a bunch, you know, a bunch. It's great. Dan says it only gets better. Like, I hope so, my friend. I want it to get better. I really do. I feel like in my view, and maybe maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe I'm being optimistic, and I know I am optimistic. You guys tease me about it sometimes. Guilty as charged, Dan. I am. I feel like we've got a couple years here as a window right now. Right? Two, three, four years as a window to actually try to fix things in this country where people are finally going – Man, I look left, I got no answers. I look right, I got no answers. So I'll go back left again. Man, no answers. I'll go back right again. Man, no answers. I keep getting no answers. Yeah, I'm hoping that I'll finally make things work. That's what I hope. James says, I'm a VA resident. I live in Japan and I'm still forced to pay Virginia State income tax. Wow, that sucks. I can see where you got the John Wick thing. You ready? I got it, yes. Kenneth says, foreshadowing for 2022 midterms. If we don't have an economic change, in my opinion, I think you're right, Kenneth. I do. I think if 
unless something really amazing happens in the next six months, I think Democrats are going to be in trouble for 2022. And they know it. Well, okay, they know it, but can they do anything about it? I'm not sure they can. Their, Their infrastructure right now, they're in the middle of a civil war, and they don't have a good uniter. And the sad part about Biden, and you guys remember, when 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 Biden was sworn in in January, if you remember what I was saying, I was trying to be hopeful, yet again, optimistic. Yes, I was, Ken. If you remember what I was saying, if you were watching, I was saying, look, there's a chance that Biden could do something here. He talked a good talk about unity. Maybe he could do it. I'm hoping he could be a unifier. I was hoping if anybody could have done it, if there was a Democrat who could have done it, it was Biden. It's nobody. It's nobody. I was hoping that if it was anybody, it would be Biden. It was not Biden. So it's nobody. But so I don't know who they're going to get behind. I don't know how they're going to rally themselves. Because right now you still have guys like Manchin, like, I don't care what happened in the election. I'm good. And he's still yelling and screaming. Manchin has Manchin act like there, act like there wasn't even an election. He's like, oh, there was an election yesterday. Oh, uh, whatever. Look, here's what I want. Manchin didn't care. Cinema, as like there was no election. They didn't care. They just kept going down the road. So they're still as powerful as ever. That has not changed. Democrats still fighting each other. And you find most people are just going, well, you know, the answer is we just got to put more stuff in our big bill. That'll solve it. I, I don't know. Ken, I think you're right. If something, and look, to be forward, the president, whoever the president is, gets credit for whatever happens during their, you know, term. So if, I don't know, lightning strikes and Biden all of a sudden has a a great idea and and he fixes the economy with some magic, he'll get full credit for it, whether it's his fault or not, because that's how the game is played. And the Democrats will have a chance of not getting crushed in 2022. But unless that happens, I think you're right. I think you're right. If I were Democrats now, clearly they don't care what I think. But if you're, look, if you're watching your Democrat, you should call your congresspeople now and say, shut up and pass something. Because give or take about a year from now, we're not going to pass anything. It's going to be a Republican-run Congress. So if you want to pass anything, Democrats, my opinion to you, shut up and pass it now. Because it's not getting passed after November this year, next year. That's my view. Democrats, you'll do what you want. But uh, I think you're right, Kenneth. I think there has to be something really, really big to happen. So um, Kenneth says probably some pushback on things like cancel culture, too. The culture wars. This is the bad part about this. Is one of the big reasons why Republicans are winning is because of culture war. And again, Culture war does matter, but it isn't the number one thing. It's important, but it's not the number one thing. The number one thing is, can I pay my bills and get some gas? Number one. Then let's talk culture war, right? But number one is that. So a lot of things the Republicans are winning because of culture war. They're, they, they many times are, are as far as the left pushes, the right goes, you're going too far. And the average American goes, yeah, you're going too far. And that's a backlash. I think you're right. Cancel culture, I think you're right. And here's the hardest part. When you make everything racist, nothing is racist, right? And if you go back 10 years from now, 10 years ago, sorry, not from now, 10 years ago, 
calling somebody racist, particularly a white guy, calling somebody racist was a terrible thing. Nobody wanted to be called that. Nobody. Now when you call someone racist, what do we say all the time? Everything's racist. We've literally made racist not be a thing anymore because we call everybody racist. So now when you call the racist, you're like, whatever. You go back 10 years ago, you'd have a guy on the top of a, a building yelling, I'm not a racist. Look, I got black friends. I mean, you'd have a guy going nuts over this. He did not want to be called racist. Now it's like, whatever. Have you called racist yet? You have it? Are you really a player? It's becoming that. So I think you're right. Being canceled now is like a badge of honor for some people. So I think you're right that that is already happening. I'm sorry. I spent a lot of time on this, Kenneth, but you hit a very, you, you hit a very important part. So yes. All right. James says, I'm never going to let the government teach my children. I started to. <laughs> they went too far for me. And I went to New York City public school as a kid and New York State when I was a teenager. I went to public school. And now I pulled my kids out. So they went too far for me, too. Absolutely. So, all right. <laughs> Craig says, let's go, Brad. You're going to get me canceled, Craig. Stop. There we go. Shelly says, where's your don't blame me, I voted for Pressman shirt? You know what? I need to get one, Shelly. You're right. You're right. I need to get one. Don't blame me, I voted for Stacey Pressman. I like that. I got I to gotta find that one. Yes. Mike says, New Milford, Connecticut, just over the line, is a town where there are more registered Democrats than Republicans. Every seat up for election was won by Republicans in landslides. Wow. Our mayor won 73 to 27. The Democratic mayoral candidate had barely... But, uh, more votes than I did, where I ran a non-campaign for town council as a no-name running in the Libertarian line. Thank you, brother, for running Libertarian. Thank you. If you're in Connecticut and looking for a base town to live in, come to New Milford. Again, this is a this is a pushback. So now the question becomes: When those Republicans are in charge now, will they have actual answers? If they have actual answers, they will hold power. If they don't. 2024, 2026 comes around, they're gone. That's how that works. It'll rotate right back out. Remember something, guys. For those of you who think, no, this is a, this is the end. We're going to fix it. No, 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 no. Bush got us Obama. Obama got us Trump. Trump got us Biden. That's how this works. You got to have an answer or you lose again. So, yes. All right. Uh, Mark says, why would anyone vote Democrat at this point? The new Democratic Party have lost their mind. I would tell you why, Mark, to be full with you, and I'm going to be very clear on this. There are several reasons why people would. One of them is they've been trained their entire life to do so, right? I know many people who are Democrats in New York City, not because they even know what the party is. They just, that they've been one. Their family was one. They're Democrats. It's what they know. And they've been taught their life, oh, well, Republicans are evil. They, they hate black people or whatever. They've been taught this for decades. People are habitual. They follow the habits. I think that's one reason. A second reason would be if you're unhappy and whoever's in power does not have an answer, you go for whoever's not in power, right? When Trump wasn't in power and the Republicans were in power, they didn't fix the problems. So they went, well, the Democrats have an answer. It sounds terrible, the socialism thing, but it's an answer and you have nothing. So I'll, I'll go here. And if you remember before the election, Democratic rhetoric was really nice. You, you heard me say it many times. Their rhetoric was, oh, it's equality. 
and we're going to give you free stuff and it's so good and, and and rainbows and there's going to be like unicorns and leprechauns it'll be amazing mark it's so awesome and we'll all hold hands and sing kumbaya and skip through daisies it'll be amazing and people thought wow that sounds great and trump's doing evil tweets on twitter you know what these guys sound amazing the democrats won they were like okay remember all that stuff we said <clears throat> just kidding do as we say, think as we think, say what we tell you to say, or you're canceled. So their rhetoric has changed completely, right? They were all rainbows and butterflies and awesome stuff. And now they're like, do as we say, or you're out. So that's going to turn, though, right? Right now, Republicans are basically like, do you not want government crushing you? Come to us. That's what the Republicans are saying. So they're, they're actually more inclusive. But you never know. Republicans get in charge. This might swap again. And then Democrats go back to, no, Mark, it's rainbows. You like rainbows, don't you? <laughs> They'll go back to that again. And I think people will wind up falling for it. So, yes. So, uh, Real Mav says, I'm so right. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> Mike says, see you in Putnam County on the 11th. Yes. I'm going to be hanging out there. Thank you so much. Yes. Yes. Um, Amanda says, Saratoga County was a red wave, but Saratoga Springs, your peace lake got swept. Well, again, there are certain areas that are very red, right? And very blue. New York City. Republicans did not do well in New York City, right? They just, and New York City is a disaster. And still, Curtis Lee did not do well. The Democrats swept easily. So, depends where you live. Absolutely. Nancy says, Virginia girl here. I lived in New York for 30 years and I might go back. Well, hopefully I'll win if I run in 2022. And then you'll have a reason to come back, I hope. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, Tom says, I think what happened last night was a whole bunch of mad independent voters, uh, mad independents voted. You know, there's probably some truth to that, Tom. There's probably truth to that. People who normally weren't that engaged became engaged. And the advantage, there are so many disadvantages to the COVID lockdowns and, and the COVID restrictions, but there is an advantage. There's a silver lining to this. And that is a whole lot of people began to see that local matters, that school board matters, that local city council, these these matter. And that's a silver lining to all the negative clouds. So you might be right on that one. Yes. So let's see. It. Mike says, uh, Dems should keep doubling down on this crap at local elections. As Libertarian, I love for them to keep us, giving us a chance to win. Yeah, I, I agree. Yes, absolutely. So... Um, anybody have as much fun as I did watching CNN and MSNBC last night, says Tom. I sadly, I was in a plane coming back. I missed most of it. I, I, I missed it. I watched it today and I am watching them change minds like there's no tomorrow. Absolutely. So, uh, real, real maps is I believe some Dem voters are waking up. I think you're right. Some are. I agree. A man is, says it's called DEI. Yes. Uh, diversity. Equity and and inclusivity. You're correct. Yes, it is called D uh, or D D E I, or sometimes D I E. Depends upon who's who's saying it. But yes, it does go that way. But that's not what they're calling it in schools. But that's what it is. You're correct. They're calling it literally on their own website CRT, which isn't really CRT. It's what you just said. It is that. That's what they're actually teaching. Yes, correct. Thank you for that. By the way, they're actually teaching that. Yes. Let me grab a couple more if I can. Um, I, I appreciate all the comments. I want to make sure I get as many as I can. Yes. 
Key says using a term incorrectly. When has that ever happened? Never. Yes. Uh, is Larry vaccinated? I am, Joseph. I am vaccinated. I am, and uh, my wife is too. So yes, um, we we are. Uh, my my mandate was not from the government. My mandate was from my wife. So that was my mandate. Yes. Um, Dave says what some liberals think CRT is is being taught in schools, or they want it taught in schools. Many liberals and conservatives too don't really know what CRT actually is. Correct. Thank you, Dave. You're right. That that's accurate. But David, yes, that's correct. They don't know what CRT is. They think it's CRT. It's actually DEI, as Amanda says. They're calling it CRT, which then people who know what CRT is is saying it's it's not CRT. Correct. It isn't the actual thing, but it's something still bad, right? It's still bad. It actually isn't the thing they're saying, but it's still bad, and they're calling it anyway. So it might as well be. It's like. It's like we talk about pencil lead. And for those who you know, there really isn't lead in pencils. For those of you who haven't used pencils anymore, and was using tablets and stuff, it's graphite in pencils. But everyone says pencil lead. So it might as well be lead, even though it's not lead. It's graphite. It doesn't matter. We all call it lead. So it might as well be lead. This is the same thing, right? It isn't officially CRT, but we all call it CRT. So it might as well be CRT. So thank you for that, Dave. I, I appreciate that. Yes. Amanda says, do you think libertarians have the answer? LarrySharp.com, Amanda, has all your answers. Absolutely. And my YouTube page with all my Google Larry Sharp and your problem. And there is an answer. Absolutely. Yes. Sam says, Tim Pool calls it critical race applied principles. The acronym crap is certainly active. Accurate. It's very good. I'm grateful to have left education and all the crazy wokeness behind. That's good. Temple, if you happen to be watching, I hope you are. Well done. That's good. That's a good acronym. I like that. Yes. Very good. All right. Uh, see if I can keep doing this. Keith says, final shameless plug, plug, Larry live tomorrow night at Stamp New York. That's true. With Lou Perez, Aaron Berg, and the amazing Keith is there also. So, yes, you guys can go there. If you, if you happen to be in New York, uh, Manhattan, it will be tomorrow at 7 p.m. at Stand Up New York. I will be emceeing a comedy slash mentalist show. However, that will be. You want to see that? Come on by. Yes, absolutely. Justin says, Devin absolutely killed it, evidently with no money either. Shame how poorly approaching it by comparison. And, and I think, you know what it is? I'm going to tell you, I look at this now, and I, I think it might have been two things. One, people knew who the mayoral candidates were. Like they knew who Adams was, and they knew who Sleeper was. Adams used to be, for those of you who don't know, he used to be a police captain. He was a, a the borough president of Brooklyn. He's a well-known entity within New, New York City. And Curtis Lewa, he's been a, a part of New York City since the 70s, right? So they were very, very well-known. So people knew the name and checked it, and they didn't get down to Stacey, I think. That's my, my view on this. When it came to, to public advocate, not everyone knew who the public advocate people were, and Devin had run twice before. So he actually had more name recognition as public av- advocate than Stacey had as mayor, if that makes any sense. And the people running against Devin had less name recognition than the people running against Stacey. So Devin ran a great campaign more than once. Great. I'm giving kudos to him. Great, um, great name recognition. Well done. And the people who were with him weren't as well known. So he had advantage of both. So I hope that makes sense. Tom says, I heard 200 libertarians were elected to local offices last night. Um, I think like 100 came out of just Pennsylvania. So, yeah, it was a lot. Local is everything, guys. Look, 
you know I want to run top of the ticket because it matters for press. But the best part is the people at the bottom who actually win. So, yes, absolutely, 100%. 100%. So, yes, um, one of my people answered for me, yes, I'm pro-consent. And I am. To be forward, uh, you will never hear me be either anti or pro-vax either. Neither of those two things. It, to me, it's not the point. The point is you get to decide what to do with your health as you see fit, period. I don't get to decide that for you. I don't. Now, you can ask my opinion. If I'm some kind of doctor or something, I'm happy to give you my opinion if you want it. Uh, you, you can have it, but you don't have to follow it. And my opinion has no power on you. But if you want to listen to me, it's fine. I don't, I don't mind. Whatever, whatever you think is appropriate. But you decide what's best for you and your family. So I'm 100% pro-consent. That's what I'm all about. You consent to what goes into your body and, and your children. You decide. And if you want to get a vaccine, get, get a vaccine. Do what you want to do. Just don't force anybody. It's always been my view, still is my view, has not changed. So, all right. Um, Amanda says, I was elected to Saratoga Springs School Board in May. Congratulations. Love to connect with the fellow libs across the state serving on school boards. Nice. Brennan says, has Biden even had one victory yet? Brennan, wow, that's a good question. I'm trying to think. Um, I guess if you count, get it, he, he said he wanted to get a percentage of people vaccinated. He did that, right? Didn't he do that in the summer or spring? I think he had a percentage. He wanted what a million or whatever, whatever he wanted vaccines. He got that. So I think that's a win. I guess he said he wanted it. He got it. I think that's one. Um, that was like six months ago. So I think he did get one. I think he did. I think he got one that I can remember. I mean, maybe there's another one, but that's all I can think of is he got that one. So I think he did get one. Um, Pete says, of course, that's what that 28.9 trillion. Absolutely going crazy. Yes. Sam says, are you scared of Facebook's metaverse as I am? Um, yes and no, right? The advantage to uh, Facebook becoming meta is the hope that the fear will come in, as you mentioned, just not many people are, and others will grow, right? Locals recently was either bought or merged with uh, another company. I forgot what company they, they merged with. So they're becoming their own thing. Um, Paul is still trying to rock and roll. They're still trying. Odyssey is trying something new also. So I think it's going to make others hopefully begin to grow in, in, against the metaverse, right? I'm hoping at least. Because the, the issue with Facebook, to, to remember, is Facebook is bigger outside of America than it is inside America, right? So most of its money and resources and bodies and, eye, and eyeballs come outside of America. So for many people, Facebook is the first page they go to outside of America. They don't have any of the homepage. Their homepage is literally Facebook. It's where they begin. So that's a big advantage they have. So they're not going to get rid of that. Um, the hope is other people begin to follow that. And people will start using other pages as their home pages. So I hope that will happen. If Facebook gets as big without competition, wow. I, I don't want to think about that, Sam. So I'm not going to be afraid because I can't sleep if I'm afraid. So I'm going to pretend it doesn't exist. Go on. Doesn't exist. Yes. All right. Logic Win says, Larry, when you see cases like today where Murphy somehow found the votes he needed to win after an unusually long counting delay, does that test your faith in the system? Actually, no. 
It doesn't at all. I I feel the system is relatively good. I don't think because that does that mean the guy in Virginia didn't did did Youngkin not really win? Right. I mean, the system works in my view, or it doesn't. It's basically a similar system almost everywhere. There are some exceptions, obviously, but not just that. The system is also at the same time localized, meaning for you to to be able to have a massive amount of fraud. To be forward, is there fraud? Of course there's fraud. Of course, of course it exists. There's no system that could be perfect. So of course there is some. But I personally do not believe that it's enough to affect any major election. I don't believe that. I could be wrong. And I'm open to being wrong because I don't have the actual data. I'm one of the few people who will tell you, I'm just listening to talking heads and then hearing enough of the talking heads and from all the talking heads, Come up with my decision based upon that. So it's possible that all the talking heads who told me are wrong. I haven't done the homework required. I haven't done the, I haven't gone and checked anything. So I've done no personal homework into this. I'm just giving you my full disclosure. From the talking heads that I've heard speak about this and people that I know and that I trust, I feel like there is not enough fraud that it would affect an election. Is there fraud? Of course. No election is perfect. But if if this one's bad, do I just pick the elections that are bad and then, oh, I don't like how that one worked? If that's the case, 2018 was all fraud. I'm the real governor of New York. I wish that were the case. I would just announce that. So, no, I'm, at, I'm not concerned about that. I think they count votes in different ways. If they if they could have cheated in New Jersey, they would have cheated in Florida. That's just I mean, that Florida in Virginia. Right. Virginia, Virginia would have been more critical. It would have been better to, to cheat in Florida. I'm in Virginia if you're gonna cheat. That's my view. So yes. Lennon says a hundred new libertarians elected in PA. We didn't have a big election, but lots of local wins. And that's the way. Yes, hundred percent. The Nooner Eclipse. Uh Larry Dempsey to re-examine by looking themselves in the mirror and becoming the party of JFK, pro working class, ditch geek squad, woke identity politics, and corporatism plus globalism. You know, that's a very interesting point. You know, and I think you're right. If you if you look at when I believe Democrats were much more moral, I think when they were much more in the right and in the right place was the sixties, when they had JFK, who relative to Democrats of today was a far better Democrat than most Democrats today, against relative. And most average Democrats were anti-war, anti-establishment. Um, they were they were what I thought Democrats were supposed to be when I was growing up in the 70s, right? When I was growing up as a kid in the 70s, I thought that's what Democrats were, because that's what I remember from people telling me stuff. Democrats are the people who are marching the streets against the Vietnam War. They're marching the streets for women's rights, right? I thought that's what Democrats were. But as I got older, that's not what they were. So either I was just lied to, and it's not what it was in the 60s, but I feel like it was, or Democrats have changed tremendously since that time. So I'm with you. If, if Democrats are more like they were in the 60s, I'd be much more pro-Democrat if, if they were like that way. I agree with you. That's that's a thing when they were stronger. So um, Nancy says, news says Murphy won. I'm not surprised. I, I had a feeling he was going to win. I, it looked like he was going to. I'm not surprised. So yes. <laughs> Justin says, pumped to see you again at the Empire LPNY presents Empire State Freedom Summit this weekend. I will be there. 
I will be there Friday evening and Saturday morning. So if you can come by, please come on by. Then I'm off running across New York State doing crazy things. Yes, absolutely. All right. Um, Jeff again says a big night here in PA. I didn't see the actual total, but I saw spikes at almost 100 libertarians about it in PA. Yep, absolutely. Yes. Missy, yes, thank you. Support the show way, guys. Please like, comment, and share. It is free. You can support me and getting outside of the constant shadow banning that I get by liking and commenting and sharing. Please do that. It does matter. It helps tremendously. But more importantly, someone just asked me about election integrity. Well, if you have an opinion on that, you can take the election integrity survey. The Advocates for Self-Government, theadvocates.org, click that link right there that you see in the description. Whether you're looking at this on YouTube or Facebook, it's in the description. Click that link, head on over to that that page, theadvocates.org, and take the Election Integrity Survey. Don't just ask me what I think. Tell people what you think and see where you are with others. It will show you what others think also. Aggregate, right? Are you more here, more there, more wherever you might be? Where are you? And do me a favor. Once you're done doing that, share your results. Let people know that you took the survey. It's an interesting survey. It's fun. And here's the best part. It gets you not just thinking left, bad, right, bad. It gets you thinking about the actual issues and how you feel about them. The Election Integrity Survey is an awesome survey. Please take it and share it. Why does it matter? Because they're our sponsors. They sponsor the show. Right? Why would I want these guys as sponsors? Because they matter. The more conversations you have about things like this, the more people will hear us and we won't be yelling. We'll be talking. So please like, comment, and share and take the election integrity survey. They're both free. If you say, Larry, I love you. I want to give you money. You can. Patreon.com slash sharpway. Throw me 10 bucks a month, 25 bucks a month, whatever you can to keep this show going. That's awesome. That's kind of 25 bucks a month or you can like, comment, and share. That's free. Election integrity survey. That's free. Or give me money. Whatever you like. Either way, that's what keeps this show going. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Yes, let me keep moving if I can. All right. Um, uh, Dave says, the problem is people looking for a moderate. Huh. This interesting concept. Looking for a moderate. Mansion, cinema, and Liz Cheney are treated like crap by members of their own party. Independents don't like that. I'm not sure looking for a moderate, Dave. I think that there's a chunk of Americans who are trying to find their way back to a warm, fuzzy feeling where they felt like they could kind of understand it. They they felt like they could kind of get what's happening in their life. And I think people aren't feeling that anymore. They feel like, I don't know what's going to happen next month. I've been calling a lot of people recently asking about my possible run for governor next year. And the amount of worry and concern I'm getting over. They don't know what's going to be happening next. Are they going to lose their job? Are they going to move? Are they going to ch- so much upheaval? And I think people just, they they want to be like, okay, I like, I know what's going to happen. Like, I don't think that gas is going to go to $17 a gallon or that I'm going to have my job and I get fired from some kind of mandate or we're not going to shut down again. And I'm going to lose everything. Or my kid is actually going to get an education. I think people want I don't know if it's moderate. Maybe it is, but I feel like they just want some normalcy. I feel like that. I mean, look at many of my friends who, who they would call themselves Democrats and they're members of the Democratic Party. But many of my friends, they just want someone who's just going to say, go to work and live your life. That's what they want. They just don't know how to get that. 
and they think, well, Republicans are going to go crazy because Trump is crazy. Trump is still a thing for some Democrats, still is. Still that he has not gone away, even though he's gone away, he hasn't gone away. So there's some of that too. So, all right. All right, let me see here. Um, Michael says, right on, people vote with their pocketbooks. This is another piece that, that a lot of people don't get, right? Don't they always say the same thing? You hear it every year. It's the economy, stupid. You hear that all the time. It's the economy, stupid. It's the economy, stupid. I hear that all the time. And there's times when I think that may not be true. And the times I think that, Michael, is when the economy is not so bad. When the economy is pretty good, people tend to go off and care about other things. And I'd like us to do that. I would like us to have a solid, strong economy where people can care more about other things that aren't as critical to just, can I eat, right? I do think things like, you know, social issues are important. Of course they are. You just got to eat first. That's all. So let's have a world where we're all eating and we're we're making some money and we're surviving. Then let's talk about social issues, right? You, Michael, me, anybody, Pete, anybody, when you're doing better, you're more apt to care about others and help others. This is just human nature. is isn't me specifically. It's all of us. But if I'm struggling, you're struggling, you're more like, I got to eat. Yeah, I, I want to help you. But man, I got to eat too. So I really think that if we make a better economy, that's when you find people being more, more open to helping others. So yes. All right. Pete says, it's officially okay to not trust elections again. Is that how that works? Okay, there we go. I like that. Um, Nancy asks, do you think there's a chance that the powers that be will back down on vaccine mandates in New York? If history is a judge, no. What they tend to do is just double down harder. What the Democratic monopoly has done in New York State is simply say almost these words. This is a Democratic state. If you don't like it, leave. That's kind of what they're doing. And it's working. This tactic is working. You are watching people who are non-Democrats leave our state in droves. That's happening, right? Cuomo said it specifically. He said his words, there's no place in this state for conservatives. That's Cuomo's words when he was running. So he was like, I'm running for office and I don't care. You can get out. And sadly, people are going, okay, and they're packing up and leaving. So I, I don't know. My, my gut says, no, they won't back down. My gut says, squeeze it tighter. Squeeze it tighter. That's what my gut says. Until it breaks or peep, or you bend, right? One of the two. You're going to keep squeezing. So, yes. All right. Uh, Bernard said, I'd like my mayor to run for Congress. How should I approach him? That's a hard one. Why does a mayor who's an executive want to run for Congress? For many people, that's a step down. To be fair with you, for many, that's a step down. So I don't know how you'd feel for that, particularly if there's a chance where he might lose. If he can win mayor and maybe lose Congress, why would he? You've got to give him a real reason to do something like that, right? Why, why wouldn't you stay big fish in a small pond versus small fish in an ocean? Right. So he if he wins Congress, he becomes one in four hundred and thirty five. If you count the, the Senate, one in five hundred thirty five. Right. And he's had a you know, campaign every two years and hope it doesn't get primaried and play all that game. Or he can stay in nice mayor, be the big fish in a small pond 
And I guess, what, every four years as mayor? Why would he? Unless he term limited out? If he's term limited out, he might do it because he wants to stay in politics. Otherwise, why would he? He should go from mayor to whatever, county executive or mayor to governor or something like that. Mayor to president like Buttigieg tried to do, like Bloomberg tried to do. I think that's probably a better better bet, right? Like uh, uh, Alaska, I forgot, McCain's VP, like her from Wasilla, right? So that's maybe more of a, a spot for them. So, yes. All right, let's see if I can do this here. All right, um, let's see here. Um, according to CRT, DEI, we are all racist. In which case, no one's a racist, Amanda. That's my point. Yes, we're on the same page. In which case, now, nobody is. Yes, absolutely. So, all right. Um, Torrance, Larry, your thoughts on eugenics? That is a very weird one. Okay. Um, ne- negative eugenics is very negative, but positive can be positive and incentive for both desirables and undesirables. Okay. Um, didn't see that one coming, but it's fine. It's AMA, so I'm going to answer it. Um, I don't want to touch eugenics at all. I don't want the government deciding on eugenics at all. I want you loving who you want to love, reproducing with whom you want to reproduce. And if that's if that's because you want to have, I don't know, you want tall babies so you mate with tall people, that's fine. If you want, I don't know, people who are smart so you mate with smart people or whatever, it's fine. It's not, it's not my issue. I don't really have a thought on eugenics. Um, and people should mate with whom they want to mate with. And if, if the individual says, I care about the person and I, and I, you know, whatever, I want, I want to have basketball babies, basketball player babies. So I'm going to mate with tall people. That's fine. It's do you. I don't, I don't really mind or whatever. However, you want to make that work. I, I don't, it doesn't bother me either way. Even if someone goes, Larry, that's wrong. You should just love who you want to love and you shouldn't want to mate with tall people to make basketball players or something or whatever. I, I don't know what, whatever is your thing. Um, I can not like it in theory, I guess. I mean, I actually don't care, but in theory, you cannot like it. But why would I even try to stop you from doing what you feel is appropriate? If you're talking about medical and maybe you're speaking about that, I am worried about that. And the reason why I'm worried about that is if you start, if you start with that in vitro, in the womb type stuff, do you start terminating if it's not what you want? There's my slippery slope issue with that, right? If you start doing that where, oh, no, 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 I didn't want green eyes. I wanted blue. Terminate. Then I, then I, then I have a problem. But if you're saying I want a blue-eyed baby or I want a, a kid who's muscular or a kid who's smart or whatever is the thing you want, I don't know. How am I going to stop that, right? If you, to be forward, do I like it? Of course not. I don't like it. But if I try to stop it, then only rich people will get it. Here's what I'm sure. If rich people can make Uber babies, they will. Guaranteed. If rich people can make Uber babies, they will. Guaranteed. So if I can let poor people do it too, why wouldn't I? I would hope that our culture would stop it and say it's no, and we'd have some rules against termination like that. I would hope we would do that and at a minimum have a culture against termination like that at a minimum. But how am I going to stop that? If that exists, the wealthy will do it. I'm not going to, I can't stop them. They'll just, they'll go to other countries or whatever and they'll have Uber babies. 
So why would I allow everyone to? I don't know if that makes any sense or not, but to be forward, that has to be a cultural issue. It can't just be a legal issue. It's got to be a cultural issue too. And I hope that we can do it. So I hope that was answer your question. So uh, Katrina says, I'm so encouraged at how many people are getting involved in making a change. This you are, Katrina, 100%. Yes. Yes, yes, and yes. And this is, I said, there were many bad things about, many bad things about the COVID lockdowns and restrictions. But the one really good thing, the one really good silver lining in all of that garbage is that people got involved. They started going, wait a minute. Now I'm concerned. That was a very good part. I completely agree. Yes. <clears throat> so um, elections are rigged. Look at New Jersey. Can you say that, though? I mean, if that's true, why don't you cheat in Virginia? If I'm going to rig an election, right, if, I, if I'm the Democrats and I'm going to rig an election, first off, most people, to include Republicans, did not think it was going to be that close in New Jersey. So I wouldn't have rigged that one, right? That's the one I wouldn't have rigged if I was going to rig one. I'd have let that one go because it looked like, again, even Republicans thought so that it wasn't going to be that close. Clearly they were wrong, but that's what they believed. So that, why would they spend time rigging that one? They would have rigged the Virginia one. Even though I still thought, again, if it was three days ago, I would have said I still would have thought McAuliffe was going to win. But I knew it was going to be close no matter what. I mean, that was obvious by everything he was doing, the, the, the goodness that Youngkin was putting out and the terribleness that McAuliffe was putting out. Combined, it was going to be at least close, if not a loss. If you're going to rig one, Rig the Virginia one, right? I mean, if you're going to rig it, I'm not thinking Republicans rigged the election. Are you saying that? If Republicans rigged the New Jersey election, well, then they screwed up because they lost. So I'm not sure where you're going with this. I, I don't think it's so obvious by saying, look at this. You'd have to give me more evidence to believe that. That's all I'm saying. So, all right. Um, Michael says, we, I have a little faith left in electoral politics on a local level. But that's the cultural piece, Michael. That's where it begins, right? That's your right, and that's where it begins, right? The the more, for those who don't remember, when I ran in 2018, I lost, obviously. But I gained ballot access for the party, and I crossed the state the next year. Some of you remember that. I crossed the state next year supporting local candidates. We had 103 victories in 2019. New York State went from zero libertarians to 103 in one year. That's amazing for New York State. And then the state said, whoa, 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 we can't have that. Choke of a pen, Libertarian Party destroyed. Gone. We still, I think, have eight now, if not mistaken. I think there's still eight elected locally. But the point was to get a hundred some elected locally. Why? To your point, Michael, that begins to change the culture. Meaning people start going, oh, so the answer can actually be not more government? Hmm. As silly as that sounds, that has to begin to happen. And the average person has to go, maybe libertarians have an, have an idea. Maybe we don't have to just go more government. Maybe we don't. That begins to happen locally. And now those local people begin to run again. And now, before you know it, it's five, ten years, and we actually have federal, federal representation. For those who don't remember, I came up with a 10-year plan in 2016. I'm five years in. We got five left for my plan. We got to be able to get federal representation by 2026. That's my entire goal. So I'm hoping that's going to work. I think you're right. Let's keep going. Let's keep moving. Scott says, you're right. Unless they actually produce it, 
um, will just flip back. Ne- yeah, let's say it actually produce, it will just flip back next cycle. That's why I'm switching from Republican to Libertarian. Thank you, my friend, Scott. More Libertarians, the better. Yes. Let's get Democrats, too. Let's get them all to switch Libertarian. I want 7 billion Libertarians. Not 8 billion. I, oh, a billion could just be something else. But I want 7 billion. I want us outgunning them 7 billion to 1 billion Libertarians. It's fine. They got a little bit. The rest are Libertarians. So, yes, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And, y- yes, if, if they don't change, it'll go right back again. 100%. Yes. So, all right. Um, Mike says, people have short memories. The best we can hope is things flip-flop between the two sides that they realize they both suck and come to the middle. You know, yes and no. There has to be another piece of this, right? People all the time say things like, well, Larry, when will things get bad enough until people just rebel and say, I've had enough? It's not how it works. It has to be bad and there has to be hope. Both things. If things are just terrible, people just sit in terrible positions. This is what people do. It's called learned helplessness. You sit there and go, if only the king was a better king. Oh, woe is me. That's what people do. So that has to happen, Mike. And there has to be hope. And my hope is, as this happens, and the Libertarian Party begins to grow, this becomes the hope. People go, you know what? Those guys. It's all for them. That's when hoping happens. So, yes, but with hope. Yes. So, all right. Um, the DNC is circling the wagons for a shrinking voter base. Why do you think the voter base is shrinking, Michael? I'm not sure where, where you're going with that one. If, if, if we're in agreement, and maybe we aren't, but if we're in agreement that this was heavily independent voters... Their voter base ha- hasn't gotten smaller, just they didn't show up, right? They, they stayed home because they weren't motivated. There wasn't, Trump wasn't on the ballot, right? When Trump was on the ballot, Democrats were motivated. We got to get rid of Trump. He's the evil guy. And they all rushed out. But now Trump's on the ballot. So the Democrats didn't rush out. I think that's the issue, right? The, the, what, what did, what did McAuliffe call Youngkin? Trump Trump and khakis or, or something like that, right? It didn't work. It didn't land, right? The Democrats did not rush out. And I think that's that. I don't think the, the voter base is shrinking, but there was no motivation. But I think the same number of Democrats, I think at least. So, um, Josh says, I imagine these would try to destroy VA's new Lieutenant Governor Winsome. Minority Marine vet woman picture with a rifle like Harry Tubman? No, I think I'll leave her alone, Josh. You're going to mess with a black woman Marine vet? They don't beat up on Yunkin. They'll call him Trump Jr. or something, whatever. They'll just, they'll, they didn't touch her. They didn't bring, they didn't mess with her at all. Smart move. Leave her alone. If, if you're a Democrat, it's not a good move to mess with her. It's just, it's not going to work. It's going to backfire. You just beat up on Yunkin. That's what you do. He's a white guy. You'll call him racist or whatever. Just do that. It's fine. That's, that's, that's what you'll do. Um, I don't think they will. Um, uh, if, my gut says if Democrats try to beat her up, oh, my God, that's going to backfire. But we'll see. The acorn says the only thing I wanted Biden in for was to regulate health care properly so health care would stop scamming the American people to death with every cough slash flu virus they find. And said the opposite. This, you know, acorn, you come up with another good point, right? If you're a Democrat, you wanted Biden to give you some normalcy. If you're a further left Democrat, 
you not only want him to give you some normalcy, you also want to give you wanted him to give you some state sponsored help. That's what you want. That's why you voted for him, right? If you're far left, you wanted things like you know um, um, healthcare, uh, Medicare for all, things like that, right? Clearly, if you're a Democrat, you either wanted normalcy, or you wanted that plus some help, or you wanted the total socialist package. You wanted one of those three. And the sad part for Democrats, you didn't get any of it, right? So you haven't gotten any whatever chunk you wanted. You've got none, and the far left's got nothing. So I feel bad for them, them the worst. Don't get me wrong. I don't want that stuff either. However, I'm just saying if I was Democrat, I would be unhappy right now. I'd be like, wait a minute. I don't get any of these three. And if I'm a far left Democrat, I got nothing. I'm not even close. So it's a valid point. I think that's another reason why Democrats didn't show up. He wasn't motivating them and saying, I, I got you, right? I, I've done the thing you wanted me to do. I've created normalcy. I've given you some government-sponsored help and or I've given you your socialized medicine or whatever the case may be. He didn't provide any of those. And it looks like he's not going to. And the problem is the way the Democrats have failed to market the Build Back Better thing, I think most people have no idea what's even in it. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I've, I've talked to people. They have no, they just know it's some big monster thing. That's all they know. They don't know what's in it. They didn't do a good job to tell most Democrats, hey, Democrat, you voted for these things. These things are in this bill. Most have no idea. So it's a valid point, Akron. I completely agree. Yes. So, all right. Um, let's see here. Nancy says, Larry, if you want, I'd have no reason to leave. I love New York, but it's not the place I came to so long ago. It's, it's, it's true, right? New York is very different. I completely agree. I, I remember it, you know, as a, as a, as a youngster. I still remember it. It's a very different place. I agree completely. Um, good and bad. There's some better things in a way, but nah, not recently. Recently, it's been almost nothing but bad. Um, but some parts were better. So, yes. So, Roy says, looking forward to seeing you in Jamestown. Yes, we're libertarian and finished second in a counter-legislative race. Nice. Very good. Yes, I'm heading out to Western New York. I'm heading out that way. Absolutely. Yes. Um, CNN was hilarious. <laughs> yes. All right. See if I can keep doing this here. Um, let's see. Um, what are your thoughts on ballot initiative number two in New York? I found the wording of healthful environment to be terrifyingly vague. Yeah, for those of you who um, are in New York State, ballot initiative two talked about creating a healthful environment as a right for New Yorkers in New York State. Um, and of course it passed. I hated it. I voted against it. And not because I don't want Amer- I don't want New Yorkers to have a health environment. I do. And I want Americans to have it. I absolutely do. But I also know government can't do it right, won't do it right. Well, let me tell you what will happen, Aaron, is they will create another bit of bureaucracy. It'll be the healthful uh, control board or whatever they'll call it. They'll create their own police, whatever the police will be. It'll be the health cops, whatever it'll be. And they'll just stop punishing people. This will be another way of punishing people. That's all it will be. And they'll decide what healthful is. They'll decide. Healthful is you get to have three hours of sunlight every day or whatever. It'll be random stuff like that. Or the air has to be X pure in this way, whatever that is. And every employer who doesn't do it right, whenever the inspector comes by, gets fined. And every landlord gets fined. And they'll knock down buildings. And they'll find people. That's what will happen. Right. It'll just become another way. It will become another money grab is all it'll become. Then it'll be a, a license to make a building to have the healthful exchange or whatever. So 
while the concept is a wonderful concept. It is. And it's, again, this goes back to what I've said often. Democrats often have very good rhetoric. This is great rhetoric, Aaron. Healthful environment. Come on. Sound, not even healthy, healthful, like it's full of health. That's a great environment. Don't you want that? We all want that. It is wonderful um, rhetoric. And Democrats tend to be better at rhetoric than Republicans are. And some of you Republicans might be angry. I'm sorry. But it's true. When it comes to just rainbows and butterfly rhetoric, Democrats usually have you beat. They're good at that. And they did it again. Healthful environment's awesome. But it will only be punishment. That's what it will become. It will be a money grab for the state and punishment for anyone trying to build anything. So that's my opinion. And I knew it would pass because New York State hates anybody who owns anything. How dare you own something? You're clearly evil. So, yes, that's why. Um, the acorn says, I don't see how nationally socializing healthcare will help either. The industry is too inflated at this point, and the tenor of most Americans' worldview is so tainted by greed to fix the the the, the CB19 stuff. Um, I agree. I don't think nationalizing is the answer. I don't. And the reality of it is, do you think you're going to create an environment to where the wealthy don't get what they want, right? And this may sound mean or cynical, but right now, and I live in New York City, and those of you who live in a large city, you know what I'm talking about. There's a two-tiered system for healthcare. The wealthy get their special doctors who are mostly specialists, often take no insurance, and they get what they want, or private insurance, one of the two. Right, specialized Cadillac insurance or no insurance, what they take. So that's great. Good, good for them. And that Cadillac insurance is they just, the, they pay for the insurance and all that happens is the receipt is given to the insurance company. That's what it actually means. The person still pays, but then receipts given to the insurance company, the insurance company will pay a portion of that back to them. But the doctor just takes a check or a credit card, right? That's just how that works. That's not going to go away. So no matter what happens, if it gets socialized, whatever, it just means the doctors who can't get into cool private practices will be stuck taking insurance for the regular people and the wealthy will get all the best and coolest doctors. It's already happening right now. It's in the process of happening now. And it will just be, it'll just be even quicker. That's what will wind up happening. So yeah, the wealthy are going to get good good doctors because they always do. So if you notice all my policies are not trying to force the wealthy to use poor doctors. It's giving access to the best doctors to the poor. It's an opposite way of doing things. Because I'm not going to get the wealthy to go, you know what? Because I love poor people, I'm going to have bad doctors. That's never going to happen. Ever. And politics, all about money. I wish it wasn't. But I learned that lesson the hard way. It is all about money. So they're not giving the doctors up. So they have to get the good doctors. Let them have it. Great. Get good, get good doctors. Just let us all have good doctors. That's it. So, yes. All right. Um, Shelly says, people are starting to be awakened to the Democrats' nonsense. As you said, realizing to get off the couch and get involved. Voting's the first step. Yes. And, and Shelly, let me go one step further if I could. That's the first step, but not the only step, to your point, right? We now have to get involved in our community. If we want government to walk away, then we have to support the people who need support. We've got to walk in and help. So, yes, but voting is the first step. Absolutely. <laughs> Dan says, Joe Biden did what Donald Trump, Mitt Romney, and John McCain could never do. He made Virginia red. He's a great campaigner for the Republican Party. There, there's some 
truth to that. There's a little bit of truth to that. It's funny. I like that. That's good. That's good. Amanda says, you're right. Trump lost motivated people to get involved. Everything I heard from right side media was, if you're pissed, get involved locally. In fact, get involved in your school board. Yes, I heard it and ran and won. It was a civil language. Yes, thank you, Amanda. Yes, that's what happened. 100%. 100% true. Yes. All right. Um, Anthony says, I would have laid odds. I would lay odds that Obama isn't the right person to have rally voters for you. Um, here's what I would say. I think he actually did the wrong thing. I think Obama is, because when it comes to Democrats, Obama's probably the only guy that almost all Democrats like, right? Some don't, but the vast majority of Democrats like Obama. Most Republicans obviously don't like him. But the vast majority of, of Democrats, if you ask Democrats, I know many of them, I live in New York City, most of my friends Democrats, and most of them still love Obama. So I think they do, Democrats still love Obama. If you're trying to rally independents to vote for you, probably not the right guy. Republicans, definitely the right guy. But if you're trying to get Democrats to show up, he's not a bad guy. Democrats like Obama. The issue is what he was saying wasn't motivating. He was saying, yeah, other guys are bad. He wasn't doing what he was actually good at and how he actually got elected, which was, I'm going to make everything awesome, hope and change and rainbows, and butterflies. The problem is the Democrat rhetoric has been so bad recently that if he had said it, nobody would have bought it, right? When the Democrat rhetoric is all about butterflies and rainbows, and we're giving you free stuff, and life is awesome, and let me hold your hand, Anthony, and we'll sing Kumbaya, and, you know, hang out and, you know, listen to some cool music with some incense, and then, yeah, then Obama gets up and goes, I'll save it, hope and change. And people, Democrats come running. But if you heard what he was saying, it was like, you can't let these Republicans do this stuff. And you got to trust us because Republicans bad. That's not motivating. That doesn't get people out. And the problem is that, that McAuliffe's, for, for, for Obama to do well, McAuliffe had, would have had to have had better rhetoric himself that Obama could have copied and then moved forward. So I, my opinion is one, Tony, I think Obama is the right person if you're trying to rally Democrats and you have a positive message because the vast majority of Democrats still love him. That has not changed. They still, I, I'm not a, obviously I'm not a huge Obama fan, clearly, but, but I'm not a Democrat either. So I, but I can recognize that Democrats do still love him. I think he is. The message was wrong is what I would say. And with a wrong message and then bringing Obama out. So Obama comes out, which makes Republicans angry. So the Republicans are going to come out because Obama's out, right? Because that's that's like the Trump, right? So, oh, get, get Obama, right? So you got Republicans out, and you didn't get Democrats out. That's lose-lose. That's lose-lose. Absolutely. So, Acorn, you are all out tonight. I like it. Simple things like knowledge and nutrition would improve you, you, our situation. More greed and moral hazards won't fix the problem. Agreed. Um, and that's the thing no one's talked about. What I has anyone besides I think, believe it or not, Bill Maher has been talking about this idea of just being healthier, right? And the funny part is when I was in the Marine Corps, if any of you are veterans, you're from from my time at least, I was a Marine in the 80s. 
if if any of you were in the service in the 80s, you remember they talked about the Soviet Union, there's possibility of chemical warfare, a possibility of you know, biological warfare. What was the best defense against biological warfare? Being in good shape, being healthy. They literally told us that. Be in good shape, be healthy, have a strong immune system. They actually used to give us commercials and stuff on on vegetables to eat. I'm not joking. This is a real thing. They're like a they would tell the Marines what to eat, to eat vegetables. I still remember this. They were talking about the more colorful, and this is 30 years ago, 40 years ago. This is a while ago. 10 years ago. Anyway, this is a while ago. Um, well, I still remember the idea of you want to eat a salad every day with a lot of colors in it. I and this is a Marine, so simple, right? Lots of colors. That's a good salad, Marine. Eat that. Oh, okay. Colors in my salad. Eat it. I'm not joking. Some of you may remember this if you're, if you were around in the military at that time. That was actually a commercial that was on some of the, the locals, the, the local military stations, right? That they would tell you, eat it with lots of colors. That's a good salad to eat every day. It was all about you being in good nutrition. Good health was the best defense against a biological weapon. That hasn't changed, but who's talking about it? Bill Maher and the acorn. That's it. So, yes. Um, Jeff says, LarrySharp.com slash donate. Thank you, my friends. If you want to help on my campaign, of course you can. There's a link there if you care. Please do that. Absolutely. Yes. Ned says, do you have to be vaccinated to get in the show tomorrow? Actually, I don't know. I should know that, shouldn't I? Uh, Keith, if he's watching, Keith will know. I'm emceeing it. I'm showing up to emcee it. I actually don't. I should know that. Thank you, Nancy. You know what? Shame on me. I actually don't know. I, I should know that. Maybe uh, Keith will show up if he's still here. Um, he'll let me know. Sorry. If I know, I'll find out. I'll find out. I'll, I'll post it. I actually don't remember. Yes. So, all right. Um, Michael says, I vote every month on a Tuesday budget for a crypto decentralized autonomous organization. There are a lot of LP folks in that space. And with the crypto market booming, we are starting to get lobbying in place for a sector. Do you know anything about these DOs, Larry? It's a little hanging for the LP. I like this idea, Michael. And by the way, I do take Bitcoin when it comes to my campaign. Just saying, if any of these people making money on Bitcoin, they could throw a Bitcoin or two my way. That'd be nice. Actually, couldn't. It's worth like, what, $65,000, something like that. You couldn't do two Bitcoins. You could do a half a Bitcoin, and it would still be legal. So you guys could throw a half a Bitcoin at me if you wanted to. Uh, you know, whatever. Have to do that. So, yes, Michael, if you want to, you can always um, uh, DM the page, and we're happy to have conversations regarding that. So please do that. That'd be amazing. Yes. <laughs> Joe says, what's sad is that only 1 million people voted in a city out of 5 million or so. Oh, look at that. I didn't realize that. Is that true, Joe? Wow. Wow. There we go. Yeah. You're right. They, they didn't motivate the right people to come out. Yeah. So, all right. Um, Blaze2019 uh, says, hey, if you know of a handsome, articulate ex-Marine libertarian willing to run against Lindsey Graham, let me know. If you run, you'll win. I appreciate that, but I am not in South Carolina, right? Graham, South Carolina. I'm not South Carolina, but thank you. I do appreciate that. That's awesome. Thank you. Ryan says, I'm torn between helping my wife babysit the grandkids or fleeing the New or, or fleeing to the New York City summit in Syracuse this weekend. I'm leaning towards fleeing. Well, I am biased that you should flee. However, your wife's wonderful. You should probably help your wife. Just saying. You can come see me. You just saw me. You can see it. Help your wife out. Anyway, whatever. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right. Let's keep going on. All right. Um, 
Justin's like, Ryan Flea, Larry Spike, Scott Horton, Karen Hall's legit lineup. It is a good lineup. I agree. It is a good lineup. 100%. Yes, that that's true. It It is a good lineup. Yes. So, all right. Let's see here. Um, Grab a couple more. Uh, Dan says, I've heard that voter fraud only works in a tight race where a few thousand votes is enough to throw the results. You can't engineer a landslide that being obvious. I'm curious for some insight. Oh, interesting. Answer. Is, is that the issue? Voter fraud only works in a tight race. I feel like that would make sense. But then how would you know? Well, then why wouldn't you? Hmm. All right. If, if that's true. If that's true, you have to pick and choose the races, but then wouldn't both sides know that that's the case, right? So in theory, if Democrats and Republicans were thinking Virginia is going to be a tight race, which I think everybody thought that was true. People did not think New Jersey was going to be a tight race, but they thought Virginia was going to be a tight race. Wouldn't both sides want to then use their own fraud to stop the other? It doesn't become almost like a counter- Spy versus spy type thing. Am I giving my age spy versus spy? So is it that? Maybe. I, mm, I don't know. I could see your point, but but I feel like both sides would be fighting each other. So wouldn't they kind of counteract each other? Maybe. So. All right. Let's see if I keep doing this. Um, Grab a couple more. Ryan says, when I was growing up in the 80s, it was the height of government propaganda. So I was lost. But I always felt both parties were effed. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Torrance says, 60s Democrats are good. George Wallace has added the chat. That's actually funny, Torrance. Um, but that's not what I said. Um, what I said was I, I felt like that's when they were at their best. That's what I thought. I, I, I look at Democrats at their best. If you go Democrats prior to the 60s, you've got the FDRs of the world, right? If you go after the 60s, now you've got the Clintons and the uh, Obamas of the world. But in the 60s, I think you 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 at least do have you at least have Democrats who are in the streets trying to fight against the war um, in the streets who are trying to fight for civil rights. Um, I don't think you see that anymore. I don't. Um, maybe I'm wrong. So, yes, I think they were at their at their best is what I'm saying. Doesn't make them good. Makes them least bad. There's a difference. So. All right. Um, let's see here. James says the difference between Democrats and Republicans is that Republicans want to spend an unconscious amount of money and Democrats want to spend even more. <laughs> well, you're not wrong, James. You're not wrong. Yes. John says, well, this week can be the first time you meet Scott Horton. I have you guys had conversations in the past. Hold on. <sighs> me. This is his book. Enough already. And he signed it for me. So, yes, I have met Scott Horton more than once. So, yes, not the first time. But so I don't know if that was for me or not. But if it was for me, no, I have met him more than once. And I literally have his book right here. Enough already. So, yes. Um, uh, Kamil says, do you think we will ever have a non-democratic or Republican mayor or governor in New York? Do the other parties have a fighting chance? Um, I hope so. Really, I do. Right. I feel like there has to be some form of coalition against the Democratic monopoly right now in New York State. And it's an establishment monopoly. Believe it or not, the far left actually doesn't have a say 
in in New York State, actually, believe it or not. It is really the establishment left that has all the say. The far left gets lip service, but the establishment left is really what works in New York State. So that you have to have a coalition against them. And if that coalition happens, I think we would have a non-democratic, maybe libertarian, governor in, in New York State. It could happen. New York City is going to take a whole lot more because the system is so rigged in the, in the, in the Democratic uh, uh, Party. It, it's six to one in New York City, Democrat to Republican registered. Six to one. Curtis Lewa got hammered. And Curtis Lewa is known in New York City. He's not like people don't know who he is. Almost any New Yorker who's been around for a couple of years, if you ask him, do you know who Curtis Lewa is? They go, yeah, I know who the guy is. So his name recognition that there's no tomorrow. And he got creamed. So New York City, governor first, governor before the city becomes um, non-democratic. But yes, possible. Chip says, thank you for all you do, Larry. I'm rocking it, brother. Thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. All right. Um, Adrian says, Nassau County went all red. Why taxes? Yes, yes, and yes. Nassau County is a tax disaster. Absolutely true. Yes, absolutely. Yes. All right. Oh, let's see if I can go here. Um, let's see here. Lepke says, I often like and comment, but it's difficult to share a two-hour video with my friends. Yes, that's true. I need 15, 20 minute or 30 minute videos so that my friends will actually watch them. Okay. For those you don't know, if you click the link tree in the actual description here, you can go to a page that's called Sharp Wake Clips. They're all just short clips. There's literally dozens of them. Share from there. That's why I made the page. It's a YouTube page called Sharp Way Clips. Tons of clips. Five minutes, three minutes, ten minutes. Tons of them. Send those. And they like it, they can come watch this one if they like it. So, yeah, send those. Tons of Sharp Way Clips. Click the link tree right there. Right, right where you'll see where it says Election Integrity Survey. Right underneath that is the two down is a link tree link. Click that link. Shows all my, shows my, I got TikTok. You can show them TikToks if you want to. Yeah. Why do you think I bug you guys to support my sponsors by, by taking the election integrity survey that I'm have scrolling across the bottom of the screen right now, trying to get you to take the damn survey? Why? Because my sponsors support the show so my team can create pages like that. We can do TikTok. We can do short weight clips. We can put up those short videos that you see Olivia Rondu put up. Those are all my team putting them all together. So, yes, they are there for you. Please take them and share them. That would be amazing. Please share them all you like. So click that and, you, and click that a link tree. You can go there. And you can also go click on the uh, election integrity survey, theadvocates.org. Makes my sponsors happy. Love that. Yeah. So hope that was helpful. All right. Let's see if I can keep going here. All right. Um Ryan says, my conservative friends say, no way Larry can win. I said, he might run Republican. Them, oh, maybe. There we go. I like that. Joe says, what about de Blasio running for governor? Does he have a real chance? I don't think so. Even the city city Dem is sick of him. I warned you guys that de Blasio was going to run for governor. Some of you thought I was crazy. Like, no, he's running. And he already put his paperwork in. He's running for governor. He is delusional. I've told you many times, he is absolutely, he he is without question, delusional and a true believer. He really believes, Joe, that he's helping, 
He really believes he's right, and he knows better than all of us. He honestly believes that, and he believes just a little bit more taxes, a little bit more, and then I'll have that socialist utopia I've been telling you about. I know I took 80% of your money, Joe. I just need 95%. Then, utopia. That's all that matters. He believes that. That's why he'll run. And you're right. He has no chance of victory at all. None. And he doesn't care. Because he thinks they're going to get it. And they're just going to vote for me because they're going to see how smart and savvy I am. That's what he believes. So to your question, will he run? Yes. Is he running? Yes. Will he win? No. I I mean, I hope to be forward. I would love for de Blasio to be a Democratic nominee. Amazing if that could happen, because he'd never win. That will go back to what the uh, what, what the other gentleman asked about: Will there be a um, will there be a uh, um, uh, Kamala asked, Will there be a Democrat? I'm sorry, non-Democrat governor? Let de Blasio be the Democratic nominee. Yes, yes, you're right. Democrats don't like him. So there's your answer. Get de Blasio as the Democratic nominee. There will be a non-democratic governor in New York State. So I would love that to happen. Perfect person. Yes. All right. Let's see if I can do this. Um, Francis says, about the mayor to Congress. That's like Anthony Brindisi, who jumped from position to position. Local to Congress rep and now running for Supreme Court. Yeah. They, they sort of run for stuff. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. All right. Um, let's see here. Johnny says New York City will be in the pockets of the totalitarians for a very long time. Johnny, I think you're right. I wish you were wrong because I live here. I think you're right. I think you're right. David says, when is Olivia coming back? Um, maybe tomorrow, if not tomorrow, next week. So we will be bringing her back. Absolutely. Um, we will bring her back again and again. 100%. I hope you guys like her. I'm a big Olivia fan. I'm glad she's with us. I'm very happy she's with us. So she'll be coming back soon. 100%. Yes. Dustin says, test due babies coming soon. Yeah. Torrance, that's why I emphasize positive eugenics, encouraging desirables, and that's why inhabiting, inhabiting, inhabiting undesirables. Um, It also doesn't have to be government mandated. Yeah, that, that is my piece, right? My piece is, if you want to do it, how can I stop you anyway? And people are doing it, right? I mean, people are doing it. You see that people decide who they meet with, and sometimes it's not because they love them. It is other issues they've decided that are more important. And you know what? That's on you. I would ask anyone to be careful with whom they meet with. That's my opinion. But you don't have to listen to me. People sometimes don't, and they regret it. So I would ask you to pay attention. So yes, absolutely. All right. All right. Um, Larry, you've inspired me to run for state legislator. I love that. My campaign could potentially ruin any credibility of Libertarian Party has gained, but my ego is getting the best of me, sorry in advance. Go on, brother. Do what you got to do. All good. Do, do what you got to do. Yes. Kajina says, just because we don't think elections are legit, we must get involved at the local level and change it at local levels. That's where change really happened. Another valid point, Karina, right? Most of these elections, thank you for bringing this up, are viewed and inspected at the local level. If we get involved 
at the local level, it becomes harder and harder for anyone to create any fraud, right? The, the more we're viewing, the more difficult it becomes. And if it become, it will never be impossible ever. But if it becomes so difficult that the odds are against it or that the damage being done is too high, they won't do it. They'll do something else. And that's the point. I think Karina is 100% correct. The more we're involved, the better. 100% right. Yes. So, yes. Um, let's see here. Um, Ryan says, I thought the point of the Electoral College was to give a voice to minorities, libertarianism, minority. Agreed. But the two-party system has stopped that. The two-party system has stopped that. Yes. Vincent says, you should have seen the media reaction when Youngkin won its discussion. It's disgusting. No, no, I, I think it was several things, but it began like, oh my God, and then now it's excuses, right? It, you, I think you find many people still having excuses for it. Well, it's because of this or because of that, or it shows that Trump has no power or, right? It's always something that there's some excuse now versus saying, man, maybe we went too far. Maybe we've alienated so many people. I've been talking about the left alienating people for months now. You've seen me t talk about how they alienate many people and no one seems to care, but it's happening. You can't keep alienating people and then hoping to win elections. It just doesn't work. People, Bill Maher, I'm doing Bill Maher. Bill Maher has become more libertarian than ever. He's still a Democrat, still lefty. This is relative, right? Compared to where he's been, he's more libertarian than he's been in literally years. He is moving back towards that little streak that's in him. It's kind of coming out. And he literally said it. He says, why aren't they voting for, for you? Because they hate you. That's a reason. So when many people on the left, and I felt it myself, when many people on the left decide that you're evil or a racist or a misogynist or uh, whatever is the current phobe of the day, whatever that thing is, and they attack you like you're evil and they make you and they try to cancel you, you begin to hate them. So when you hate them, it doesn't matter what their policies are. You don't want to hear it. You don't care. Their policy could be, I'm giving everybody named Vincent a thousand dollars. And you're still gonna be like, I don't care. I hate you. I don't want your money. I'm not voting for you. I don't care. I'm giving everybody named Larry 10,000 bucks. Nope, not voting for you. Hate you. No, get out. That's what people start doing. And I think that's what's happening. I think I think they're starting to just not look at that because now you look at yourself. It's hard for anyone to look in the mirror and go, man, I've been messing up. I've been messing up. I got to fix this. That's not easy, Vincent. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's not easy. And asking people to do that is tough. Look, I had to do it too. When I when I when I lost in 2018, I had to look in the mirror and go, what did I do wrong? Right? That wasn't easy. I didn't like that feeling. I went to go, it's all oh, the duopoly's fault. That's what I wanted to do. But it isn't all their fault. Did they set that against me? Yeah. But could I have done better? Of course. Of course I could have. So I decided to not just blame duopoly. I did blame them, of course. But not only, I also looked in the mirror and said, all right, what could I have done better? Where did I screw up? And there, and I 
I've said many times, I've shared the errors that I've made multiple times on this show. I've tried to look in the mirror and, and, and shown and expressed the errors that I've made. If the Democrats want to actually get out of this, I'm not sure they're going to because they're so accustomed to alienating. They need to look in the mirror and go, you know what? Let's stop alienating. And they're not doing it. At the moment, at least, they're still alienating. That's why guys like Bill Bill Maher are saying, "Stop making them hate you." They're, he's actually saying that. That's why John Stewart's saying this stuff. John Stewart's like, "Stop." Jim James Carville is going, "Stop with this woke stuff that's making everybody hate you." Stop. So Democrats are saying it. They're like, "You're killing us." Stop. And I think this election is showing that. And if they don't stop it, 2022 just as bad. But what are they going to do? Look in the mirror? Man, that's hard. That's all I'm saying. That's hard. So, but you're right. So, you're right. All right. So, I can grab some of these here. Um, boys from Brazil, baby's coming. You're giving away your age, James. You're giving away your age. Some of you don't know what the boys from Brazil is. That was a like a movie, 70s movie? That's 70s, James? I think that's 70s, right? 70s movie. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. So, all right. Uh, freaking loving Bill Maher right now. I know he's becoming more libertarian than he's ever been. Well, not ever. He probably was pretty libertarian back in the 80s and 90s, but then he just went far left. He is starting to come back. So I'm with you. I'm like, if if I can get Bill Maher to just stay here, I'll take it. I want him to keep going, of course. But I would take just this. It's totally fine. Yes, absolutely. So, all right. Um. Ryan says, fact is, libertarians are by far the majority. There's far too many haven't realized it yet. That's a good point. Yes. That's a good point. Yes. Oh, yeah. Russell Brand saying it too, Shelly. You're right. Russell Brand saying it too. These aren't people who are known right righties, right, or known libertarians. Like They're not known. They're usually considered Democrats or, or on the left. And they're coming out. I completely use this. Uh, 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 see this as something special. I agree completely. So, guys, again, as I said, I, I know I've said enough. I'll keep saying it. Like, comment, and share. It does matter. For those of you who want the clips that are shorter, head on over to Shortwave Clips. Click that link in that description and check out Shortwave Clips. There are a bunch of short clips. Share them to the best of your ability. It does help. Every little bit does count. I appreciate it. And of course, take the election integrity survey. It makes my sponsors happy. If you want to throw me some cash, feel free. Sponsor the show, patreon.com slash shortwave. Keeps the team motivated so that we can keep doing the work that we're trying to do and keep this show going as best as we can while I may be campaigning next year. And if I'm campaigning next year, the show's got to still keep going. So I'm going to need some help with that, too. And, of course, if you want to help campaign, please feel free. LarryShop.com slash donate if you want to. And I do take cryptocurrency. For those of you who are uh, into that, if you made some money on um, some Bitcoin, throw me a half a Bitcoin. That'd be very nice. Appreciate that. So I can keep rocking and rolling and buy some good polling. That'd be awesome. Guys, we'll say thank you so much for this evening. I appreciate all the time that you gave me. I will see you all very soon.